You're tuned into Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. The last I checked, I'm the only one with a job around here. When you pay the bills, McDonald's. You got McDonald's money. What up, y'all? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. It's Hadia Robinson. I legit didn't, I didn't have anything. I couldn't think of anything black to say. Like, I was thinking, like, uh, I, I, I think it's from a movie. It's like, um, collard greens and somebody, like, running down a menu. But I was like, damn, I think I did that before. Like, have I run out of black ass shit to say? <sighs> I'm concerned right now. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, I don't know if y'all can hear, but um, this shit sound clear as shit, right? Like, it sound like perfectly, like, tuned. Like, it's not breaking up and popping. It's like, I sound clear. Like, you can actually hear me. It's not like, what she say? Um, so, that's because a bitch got a new mic. I was going to go, yeah, and we'll always love you. I was going to do that, but then my voice was already cracking. I was like, oh, this could go very, very badly. So I was just like, let me just not. Um, But I have a new mic, so I want to send a special shout out to everybody that has donated on Patreon, the whole entire Patreon village. Even the people that thought about being a patron in the village was just like, you know, right, right now I just can't get in the village. So... I just appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. New mother and Mike. What? I'm sorry. That's, um, if you didn't know, that's how I get hype. That's like, when you hear me do that, you know, I'm turned up. Um, so speaking of Patreon, I want to give a quick shout out to Deja Moan. Moe Moan. Hey, Deja. I'm sure she's going to inbox me like, actually, it's me on. <laughs> it probably is now that I'm looking at it. Me. Mo- Moeen. Okay. But Deja, thank you so much for your pledge. Thank you so much for donating to this black ass experience. Yes. Um. So, yes. Like, you will be a part of getting the next microphone and a bitch can have a guest. That's when I'm like all the way turned up, but like the dial is all the way just at warning. <laughs> uh, speaking of guests, yo, shout out to the black guy who tips. They had me on an episode. I was super excited. We had a lot of fun. Um, we just talked about all of the news topics. It was it was actually really enjoyable, kind of going back and forth and talking to someone as opposed to how I do it normally. Just kind of talking to myself. Hey, okay, y'all. All right. You know what I mean? And people like, I don't know. But it was it was also really dope to hear from some another podcaster, especially a successful podcaster, how they vibe with what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And I think because I do it by myself, because it's just me talking to when I when I tell myself the thousands of people listening. <laughs> 
it's also very unnerving. Like, are they listening? Are they getting it? And like, I'm laughing, but are they laughing? You know, but they, it was nice to get some good feedback. So I appreciate them. Y'all check me out. I'm on the episode. Um, uh, Oh, 1757animalfucks.com. <laughs> First of all, I just have to say that what people are doing out here to some of these animals is ridiculous and it should be illegal and I'm concerned about the future. Uh, <laughs> straight up. Um so, but it was dope. We had a good time. So, when you get a chance, 1757 is the episode I'm on. Y'all check it out. Um, what else is going on? Um, oh, so, I mean, outside of this new microphone, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I really like took, uh, I was not paying attention this week. I was, I ordered the microphone. I was focused on the microphone coming in everything else. I was just like, it is what it is. I wasn't going to go jumping into that dumpster to find something for y'all. I'm sorry. Like, and what's messed up is it wasn't even like celebrities were doing stories that I could pull from them and be like, okay, well, you know, let me tell you what this bitch Kim did or something. It was like, everybody was mad chill except the president of the United States of America. Like, how is that? How is this life? How is this our life? But fine. It is what it is. I'm, I was, uh, I actually found a really great story. Not so much a story, but a video. Um, and for a new segment, I'm calling, come on through white girl. Yes. Um, I don't know that I'll be doing these episodes, these segments a lot just because, you know, white girls, no shade, but I just need y'all to formally get y'all shit together. Like as a whole ass community of people, right? But uh, it's about the speech that Anne Hathaway gave when she received the Human Rights uh, Campaign National Equality Award. Now, it's been a couple of um, statements that she's made basically like, yo, white supremacy is a problem, you know, um, this idea of whiteness being the center of what is right is wrong. And just really being like saying, acknowledging you, y'all, I have a platform and this is what I'm going to use my platform to say, because I know that this will help move us forward, which to me is the, the most powerful thing anybody could do, but specifically white people in this country, because you know, um, so she gave a speech, which, um, I actually posted on the black ass podcast Facebook page. And I think it got over to the Twitter page, but you know how now everybody concerned about the Russians, except the one in the white house, but you know, fine. If I, now all of a sudden I can't post from my Twitter account to my Facebook account automatically, but because they're fearing, Oh, that Russians and da 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 da. Meanwhile, right in the overall meanwhile you know what i'm saying like just showing classified documents you know making calls having closed door meetings ain't nobody said nothing about that but you know me posting from twitter to a facebook page all of a sudden is uh is not we can't do it no more because it might be the russians 
worry about <laughs> worry about 1600 Pennsylvania Street don't worry about my secret undisclosed location where I'm recording my podcast that may be my house right now but y'all don't know that <laughs> oh god okay side, also sidebar um, now that I have a microphone I think I'm going to do live episodes maybe not all the time but like uh, every once in a while I do a live episode. I'm thinking about it. I'm gonna have to get a makeup artist, like a whole, or maybe I should wear like a Halloween mask and do, that would be kind of fun and different and actually very, very weird. I apologize. I don't even know why I took that sidebar. Okay. Boom. Um, Russians, Twitter to Facebook, Pennsylvania, Trump is a Russian um, Anne Hathaway, boom. So Anne Hathaway, when she was giving her speech, which is a really, really powerful speech, I suggest everybody go and listen to it. Um, watch it. It's on the Facebook page. But um, actually, one of the one quote that she had out of it that I felt like was really just impactful. She said, "Authentic equality doesn't prioritize sexual orientation." It doesn't put any one race at the center. It doesn't erase ours either. What it does is centralize love. That was dope. Like, I felt like that was dope. I mean, she was just like, you know, Venus doesn't um, doesn't orbit around. Like, she had some quotes in there. I can't remember them because y'all know I be smoking weed. But go check out her speech. I thought it was very impactful. I thought it was powerful. And I love the fact that she added that line. It doesn't erase ours either. Cause I felt like if she hadn't put that in there, it would have been 97 white dudes outside of this uh, building with tiki torches. You will not. Yeah. Um, and also I think it's important, you know, to also note that it's not just these, um, these Charlottesville white dudes, they were out in the front, but it's a whole lot of Charlottesville white women that feel the same way. They may not have been out there marching with them. They might've, they might've got lost when they went to the Tiki torch aisle and got ready to head back out. They was doing some regular ass shopping and missed the whole, missed the whole damn rally. Cause they was like, okay, we're going in here to get some Tiki torches. And as they was making their way, way back to the Tiki torch aisle, they was like, you know what? I forgot. I need to, let me go over here to the health and beauty section. <laughs> let me get the baby some pampers. And by the time they got, they checked, they went to check out. Listen, you can't go to target and expect to get one thing. And then like be surprised when you leave, and have spent $300. That's all I'm saying. They should have got the Tiki Torches online. Then they would have actually had all everybody come to the damn rally. But they just lost all the white women. Because they went actually shopping in the damn store. When the dudes went in there and got the Tiki Torches. <laughs> Bitches was in there trying on shirts. <laughs> Oh God, it was a swimsuit sale. They was like, well, fuck it. Let me just go. <laughs> Sorry, this is so stupid. Anyway, so shout out to Anne Hathaway. Yes, white girl, come through. That's the name of my segment. That was the other thing, Rod and Karen, they um white black, the black guy who tips. Uh they complimented me on not necessarily having like 
too many bells and whistles in this podcast. And it's funny because that's the main thing. I'm like, okay, this week I'm going to record some segments. So uh, thanks for the compliment, Rod. Thanks for the compliment, Karen. But uh, get ready for do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, with your black ass. <laughs> I'm about to be segmenting up like a mug, boy. I would love, you know what I would love? I would love whoever has a bass guitar to just come through and play a bass guitar. Give me some breaks with a bass guitar, like deep, funky bass guitar. I'm talking about one of them bass guitars where, you know, where the dude played and making that stank face like, mm, somebody farted up here, but I can't stop playing because we had a live show, right? Like that kind of deep, right? Just something. So if you play bass guitar, give me, I just need some like funky ass bass guitar moments. Maybe, you know, like, Five, five second, ten seconds, just different, like slap bass, right? Just that's what I want. So hook me up. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to do it myself with my mouth, and it's gonna be like mad. It's gonna be that. I'm gonna sound like. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like the auto, the, the alcoholic, no, the drugged out musician that used to play, <laughs> used to go on tour with the Commodores <laughs> before he got put out. <laughs> now he home. This is really sad. I'm sorry. I'm laughing, but damn, I'm like, as I'm painting the picture, I'm like, shit, that's that's kind of sad. <laughs> but he was a genius. Um, let's see. In other non-political news, Idris Elba is opening a luxury cocktail bar in London. I don't know why this shit made me a little heated in the back of my neck. You know that, that spot in your neck? We'd be like, ooh, no, not even that middle of your back. But you'd be like, oh, hold on. Wait, what's my feeling? You don't know if it's butterflies in your stomach or like ice on your back. You're like, oh shit. Wait, what's the address? <laughs> That shit just sounds so sexy to me. Idris Elba, luxury cocktail bar. I just see him, if he does it right, it should be a spot where you have to dress up. Like, And I maybe it's because I'm envisioning him as James Bond, which sidebar, I'm over him playing James Bond. I almost feel like the James Bond franchise doesn't deserve him. Not even that, I feel like... I just, I don't need it to happen. It's almost like they're trying to throw it at him now because it's like they realize like, oh, this motherfucker really has pull or the fact that there's just the 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 energy of blackness right now, the eyes on blackness right now. It's like, oh, okay, well, we'll give it to him now when no, give it to a motherfucker because they're dope. You can't tell me that Daniel Craig is but like, well, I take that back. It's something about Daniel Craig. I, I apologize to anybody that can get a message to Daniel Craig. <laughs> Daniel Craig ain't even, he not fine, but he sexy. He's sexy like he'll fuck you and break your neck. <laughs> right when you come, he just break your neck like your life is never going to be better than this. And just crack your fucking neck. And you be in heaven like, thank you. <laughs> Perfect timing, Bond. 
Um, so I take back what I was going to say about Daniel Craig because I do feel like he makes a great, he makes an awesome bond to me because he's just on the, he's just over the line of ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like if ugly is a midway, like if just bland, no. If you going from sexy all the way and that line right when it's about to cross over into ugly, he's right over the line. Just like right there. And it's like, mm, but, mm, but, uh, but, right? And you just, you want to be like, uh, but then it's like, but I think he fine, you know? Not fine, sexy. It's two different things. Um, so I just envisioned, I just envisioned this space being like d- dimly lit, little lights on the tables. You come in there with your fly ass pencil skirt or dudes come in there with they like sexy ass jacket. Don't, don't hit them with a velvet jacket and some fucking deep, deep maroon velvet or a deep, you know, some fucking printed jacket, you know, cuff links, like fly, no jeans. You just, you in that bitch, like, you know, this is the 1950s fucking Don Draper shit, but minus the racism. You get what I'm saying, right? That, I feel like, would be hot. And you in there, you know, it's like one of them spots where you just reach under the table and just start jacking your man off because you feel like can't nobody see you. But even though people see you and you kind of feel like they, you know they see you, but you still don't care, like that kind of, oh, <clears throat> My bad. Now, I'm that that was from a movie that I had heard about one time. That's not something that I mean. They ain't even cocktail bars in whatever. <laughs> it just seems sexy. Like I see a whole movie playing out in that shit, and I love it. So, um. Upscale 60 seat cocktail bar and live music venue. Oh my God. I, I think I need to change my underwear. I don't know why that shit just makes me excited. Like I want to book a flight right now and I want to go. It's going to, um, it's going to range of high end amenities from a social cocktail menu to exclusive unannounced shows. And of course, you know, all the A-list people that he knows are going to be in there. It's, um, it's called, this place is called The Parrot, and it's at the Waldorf Hilton in London. Um, I think this is brilliant. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I feel like, first of all, all of, it's, it's brilliant. I love it, and I love the fact that he's a part of it. I feel like he's going to get so much money. I feel like it's going to be just one of those must experience places you know it's gonna be like high-end cocaine there because it's london and they said in london every dollar bill has cocaine residue on it like you could be getting that dollar from your grandfather for your for your damn tooth coming out (laughs) at six years old and that dollar has cocaine on it so london i just want to live there (laughs) not that i'm like trying to do cocaine off of dollars uh, I do cocaine off of, no, I'm just playing. Um, anyway, sounds amazing. I'm super excited. And, um, I want to go to there. Girls trip part two is going to happen in that bar. Um, uh, 
And I just feel like it's one of those places where you get like the liquors you don't normally see, like that high end, high end shit, the shit that's like two thousand, two thousand dollars a bottle, two thousand dollars a glass, and motherfuckers is in there drinking that shit. Maybe I'm giving this shit way. I'm, I might be romanticizing this shit way too hard, just because like I'm a little moist for. It just Elba just thinking of in this moment. I just I'm seeing it. Okay, anyway, shout out to Idris Elba. Um, what else is going on? In my continued quest not to look at the news, I was reading and I I read that they have discovered two potential exoplanets. Now. I bring this up, not so much to talk about this, but just to talk about white people's um, need to discover, sh- to name and discover shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't understand and I don't get the excitement for outer space. Who fucking cares? This country is running out of clean air and water. You think I give a fuck? What's happening somewhere else? This country is running out of clean air and water, but has the potential and has the capabilities to clean up what the fuck is here. But instead of doing this, everybody is so focused on going to Mars, going to these other places when this is still a viable fucking planet right here. Why not focus on Getting the plastic out of the water, getting plastic out of our daily lives, just period, right? Or finding a way to get the, you you know, there's an island of plastic. Get the island of plastic, just scoops of the fucking plastic that's floating out in the water and put it into a machine that grinds it up or chops it up or melts it down or sets it, does fucking something, to get rid of it, right? Because it's very clear that the earth can heal itself. The earth can actually rebuild itself. It's like the $6 million man before without the surgery. It's like, like the earth is essentially animantium. It can regenerate. Okay. Boom. That's for the nerds, right? So it's possible if we just give the earth the opportunity, it could just fix it fucking self. If we just find a way to limit our footprint, step the fuck back, do certain things that take our presence out. I'm not saying kill people. So don't say that. Don't, don't think that what I'm saying is <clears throat> talked about the last episode talked about on the last episode, um, solar panels. Why aren't solar panels everywhere? If you take and we start using solar panels, um, then we it takes the need for electricity for nuclear power plants it takes some of that off the table just think if every street light if every stoplight if every you know billboard is powered by solar lights solar yeah like oh my god how fucking amazing would that be right that that's just one thing right boom um, find a way to, um, 
So that takes away some of the need for certain natural resources, right? If every car is electrically charged or whatever, or if cars have fucking solar panels on them, like if the roof of every car has solar panels, right? Or the roof of every car has solar panels or there's plugins where you can plug them in, plug them in or every parking structure has a solar panel on top of it. So when you park into the parking structure, you just plug your car in, charge your car. Boom. Right? Like I'm not a scientist. Why am I thinking of this? And the people who are engineers and scientists and fucking nanotechnicians or whatever the fuck. I don't know what that means. I don't know who those people are. I, I don't know what they do. It just sounded mad sciencey and shit. That's what they should be creating. Like it shouldn't be shit. <clears throat> the fact that all the ice is melting in this in, in this on this planet should be enough for people to say, you know what? Um, the fact that the storms are getting stronger and it's it, you know the wildfires are getting more damn wild. Shouldn't somebody be saying, um, I think that maybe right. Um, but because people are so greedy, they're like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna just get all the money I could possibly get. And then I really think they're just gonna like, they feel like they're gonna up, leave this planet, go to Mars. And it's just gonna be, and it's supposed to be like, it's just gonna be a new ass life. And they're just gonna leave everybody else down here to suffer in the wildfires. That's, you know, you can't stop because, um, the the oil and shit that's already in the water so the water is actually fueling the wildfires and the whole world is on fire and everything is melting and we're all drowning basically i hate humans is what i was really trying i mean i said all that to basically say like there's nothing else i hate humans just the 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 idea of humans because you know you don't see fucking lions and shit out here trying to destroy everything. You don't see animals feeling like I have to have all of them. I can't just let them grow. I can't just take a moment. Like everything is so perfectly done. The universe is so perfectly put together, except we are the anomaly that ruins everything. We are the idea that there are people out here like Ted Turner, I think owns like hundreds of thousands of acres. Why? Why the fuck do you own hundred? Like the idea that people feel like, oh, I want, I own grapes, or I'm gonna own the patent to oranges. How the fuck do you own some shit that was created before you got here? Like, how? Anyway, humans are trash. Um, but there's supposedly two exoplanets, guys, because. You know, what else would we spend money on besides looking outside of the earth to see what the fuck is going on out there instead of what the fuck is going on? Don't you love it? Mm, life's great. Um, what else is going on? Uh, speaking of eight shit humans, a woman in North Carolina was arrested for saving animals during her hurricane Florence. Um, so of course, whoever arrested her are fucking horrible people. Um, but, and of course this story surprised me because I'm like this woman, uh, rescuing all these animals, you know, she white, like I don't have to look, there's no picture of her. It's legit. Just a dog sitting on a porch 
looking looking sad as fuck with a broken tree across the stairs. And but the headline says North Carolina woman arrested for saving animals during Hurricane Florence. Now, not to say black people wouldn't save some animals. Absolutely. You know, there's this myth that black people hate animals. That's not true. We love animals. I absolutely love animals. They're super freaking cute. Okay. Um, if they don't stink, I have a good time with them. If they don't bark loud all the time and tear shit up. Oh, they're great. Um, but am I going to actively go out and just rescue animals? No, no. No, no, no. And it's not because black people hate animals. It's because black people are trying to save themselves. Okay. We just don't have the luxury and time to get, to build a bunch of kennels on our land. And you know, you heard that right? Land, not saying black people don't own property, but damn land, right? We don't have the time to, you know, we just don't have the fucking time. We still trying to dig ourselves out of a fucking hole as a whole as race of people. So white people, y'all got this, but it's surprising because this white woman is doing the white people's work and got arrested. Now, um, her name is Tammy Hedges. Um, I just see Tammy with like a blonde toss over flip with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to say Mohawk, but just kind of like Tammy just seems like, fun time girl, but she's older and a little more responsible. But back in the day, she used to get it in. Right. But now she didn't calm down. She finally married the dude that came into town that didn't know her history. And then, then, you know, or the dude that she went back and forth with for a long time. And he was a hoe too. And then they finally was like, look, let's just both calm the fuck down. Let's put our hoes to bed. And they had a full retirement party for their inner hoes. And then they came together and started their animal rescue. <laughs> anyway, so she's the owner of an animal rescue center. And, <coughs> but because she, her center wasn't yet legally registered. She was hit with 12 counts of practicing medicine without a veter veterinary license. Now this woman went around and went to houses and found animals abandoned where people was just like, we got packed the car. The hurricane Florence is coming. Get the kids. And they got in the car and the kids were like, what about Astro? Fuck that dog. It's not enough room. <laughs> what about where's buttons? <laughs> we can't take buttons. Get in the car. You want the Get in the fucking car. Right. Left the animals. Didn't give a fuck. And so this woman went and helped and got these animals, saved them from the heavy rain and flooding. Now she provided care for 17 cats and 10 dogs. Um, while the storm, while, while hurricane Florence came in to, um, the state, but she didn't have that license. I feel like permit Patty is behind this shit. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like her neighbor is a permit, permit Patty is just like, Oh my God, there's so many dogs. You know what? This doesn't look right. I'm going to call. So that makes me think maybe she is black. Maybe Tammy is, you know, 
the black chick that used to live in the city with her man and they was wilding out back in the day and you know she used to get it in go off used to be at the club all the time she had a little rap career but it never really came through so she was like fuck it I can't afford this New York rent no more and then she just decided to live a simple life you know I'm not saying she sold drugs I'm just saying that she was around a lot of that life or whatever and so she got down to North Carolina and was like you know what I'm just about to take it easy I'm about to take it real slow or whatever you know my grandma on the past I'm gonna just take my grandma my house and you know I always really love animals so I'm gonna go to this six-week veterinary school and then boom I mean it could be that <laughs> it could be she could be that Tammy <laughs> but you know just how do you as a human like how do you as a person give this woman 12 charges for animals that were left to die just, I mean, if nothing else, just come take the animals and say, okay, thanks, sis. You know, we we got it from here. The storm's over. We're going to take them and we're going to give them to the Humane Society, people who are actually legally ready to take take this on. But the idea that you charge her for doing a, a humanitarian act, like doing some shit that the owners of these dogs wouldn't even do. Like, that's like... <sighs> That is so crazy to me, but it's like, it's always some bullshit happening. So it also doesn't surprise me. It doesn't. And that's sad. It really is. It's sad. Um, because humans are trash. I mean, listen, two, two stories back to back. I mean, even if you go back to the Anne Hathaway story and her, her statement and comment, the idea that you know, she's being heralded for saying something that should just be commonly known across the board. The <sighs> Authentic equality doesn't prioritize sexual orientation. It doesn't put any one race at the center. Like, that should be common knowledge. That should be how we operate as a whole, as society, as a whole, as a race, a human race. But it's not. Because why? Because humans are trash. You know what I'm saying? Just on, it's so many different levels of humans being trash, right? Like the idea that big companies frack and they, they throw debris and pollution into waterways. So this one company and the people who work for this company, and not even like the workers, I'm talking about like the people at the top of this company, the CEOs and the CFO and the OOOs and the OVOs, <laughs> shout out to Drake. Um, anyway, so these people could be rich, but meanwhile, the people that are in the, in the, in the path of this waterway, the people who have to access this water are sick as fuck. Look at Flint. You know what I'm saying? Still don't have water. Why? Because humans are trash. I mean, I, I guess that's the name of this episode, guys. I just thought about it as my brain was just trying to process why. Speaking of trash ass humans. Yo, professors at John Jay accused of running a criminal underworld. Now, John Jay is a college in New York. Um, it is kind of Hell's Kitchen area. So I get the idea of the criminal aspect of it. Like if, if you don't know the history of Hell's Kitchen, it's like, where all of the, you know, crime, crime families was in that area. I mean, it's crime families all over New York, like don't get it twisted, but you know, it's known for their mob and crime activity, right? Boom. So 
the professors of a college in New York are accused of run, running a criminal underworld. Authorities are investigating claims that professors engaged in drug dealing and sexual misconduct. See what I'm saying? How do you, how are you on a college campus worried about your, your professor selling drugs? Your professor, they, it's, it's, it was said and investigated that these mugs were operating a straight criminal underworld where drugs flow freely and female students were treated as sex objects. They was trying to pimp out some of the female students. How? Yo, if that ain't the illest shit ever. Now, um, John Jay is known as a, I think it's a law school. I think it's, they have a, a big law program. And I'm just thinking if I was a professor there, I'd be like, actually, this is just a part of our study for the, you know, we've been studying this as a, um, as a thesis, I will make some shit up. Like, um, we're doing this because it's a way to teach the students how the in-depth inner workings of a crime mob organization and the, and how how they can, you know, work from the inside out. Oh, I would make up some shit. You hear me? I would, I would not go down for that shit. I'll be like, actually, um, this is our way of, this is the way that we're teaching the students. <laughs> Don't throw me in jail. Cause how you go to jail for some crime and mob activity, but your ass in there with some fucking binoculars, I'm binoculars, bifocus on straight, pushing the glasses up in the middle. Like, no, we fucking you up and we fucking you. <laughs> You're going to regret the day your ass didn't stay, yo, stay in the office and stay in them books and be educated and live that life. Oh, you want to, Oh, you want to be a gangster. You want to be a criminal. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let me put this face tattoo on you with my dick. <laughs> Oh God, listen, you just, that's not some shit you expect to hear about going down at a university drug dealing. Yeah, I absolutely get that low key. I feel like I'm not saying I would, but I'm not saying I wouldn't. If I was a professor and I'm at a college and I'm around these kids that I already know is going that are doing drugs. Why? I had to take a moment to think about what I just said. And if that was, if I really would. Yeah, I would. I absolutely would. Adderall, not maybe not like Coke, but like Adderall? Shit, hell yeah. I know they're going to get it anyway. Might as well get it from me. Shit, I would be, I would be assigning them hard-ass homework. <laughs> Just so they can, I'd be like, <laughs> first of all, I don't feel like it's much different from a professor writing a book and then forcing students to have to buy that book for the semester. I mean, it's not necessarily the same, but it's kind of the same. It's not right exactly on the same level of shady, shady shit, but it's right in the same neighborhood. It's like a street over. You know what I mean? Like if it was, if we was in a cul-de-sac, that motherfucker is on a, you might be at the top of the cul-de-sac. That shit is at the bottom of the cul-de-sac, like straight up. I'm just saying like, you can't, you can't be okay with some bullshit just because it's not as bad as the other bullshit. It's still bullshit. You know what I mean? Like that shit is, it's still fucked up. But, um, 
So, oh, let me get more into the story. My bad. Um, so they first learned of the allegations in May when two former students filed official Title IX complaints depicting a seedy underbelly at the university run by several longtime professors. Now, supposedly four professors have been placed on leave in connection with the investigation, but there's, it's actually a total of six. My issue is this whole on um, placed on leave. No bitch, you're fired. How is it you're on leave? What? And you come back how? So you were selling drugs. You was prostituting, soliciting, whatever else you was doing with these students. And then you go on leave for what? A couple of months. You go on a sabbatical. You no, bitch, you should lose your job and you shouldn't be able to teach it specifically not at the same damn school shit. At least send them to some fucking school out in the middle of nowhere where nobody know them. And maybe they could like do it. How the Catholic church churches do it. Oops. Sorry. Mm. My, was that not okay I mean I'm just mm. alright you right okay mm-hmm okay yeah no honest mm-hmm yes ma'am okay so my mom said I wouldn't I, I can't say that that's not what's up and I probably shouldn't so um yeah <laughs> she just beamed that one in like hey okay now <laughs> it's like my mama be like yep you right <laughs> i mean shit you know what the catholic church ain't no different they kept the mugs right there and was like it didn't happen all right now go like so i mean this story is really tripped out so check it um <clears throat> two women were the ones that spoke, their allegations are the ones that sparked this whole investigation. Um, Naomi Haber and Claudia Kojokuru. Kojokuru? I'm saying it wrong, I'm sure. But um, they graduated from the university in January and um, she alleged that the former chair of the anthropology department uh, raped her after an academic conference in 2015. And, you know, it's just real <sighs> trash. And I'm sure this dude is like, actually, um, you know, as anthropologists, it's about, you know, teaching how societies work. And I felt like I would do. <sighs> I just feel like, how do you have, you know, what is your life after something like that at college? Cause college is like you're on your own, but there's this level of safety still this level of I'm protected. And that's completely gone when something like that happens on a college campus with a freaking professor. Listen, she said that this man wrapped her hands around her neck and choked her. And I mean, it just, it just, ugh, ugh. And, but, you know, these professors are on leave. So if this is what he's doing, they selling drugs, it's a whole criminal operation. How many other students ha are, fell victim to this? How many other students, like, how many students dropped out like, yo, I can't even do this. I can't, I can't even be here. Or were forced out, felt like they couldn't go back, felt like it, they were pressured to be a part of it. Like, I just think about what, college is and what that experience is like and how I can't imagine going through something like that and then 
you know, having to then walk across campus and go back to this teacher. And this same teacher is going to be the one in charge of your grades. Are you kidding me? Yo, the worst thing I had to deal with in college, thankfully, was that time I got crabs. I mean, but like, you know, at the time it was, it was devastating. Like, yo, I felt so, uh, meanwhile, you know, that is the low end of the spectrum of bad stuff, of things that happened. I mean, it still happened. I was absolutely traumatized. Have you ever seen a crab? Do you know, like, do you know, like psychologically, I should have went and got counseling because I feel like I'm still messed up behind that. You know what I mean? Even though it was only a few years ago because I'm so young. But I'm just saying, like, it happened and I, it made me kind of rethink who I was as a person. But the dude I got it from, it, the sex was so good, I risked it again. You know what I'm saying? But God, fools and babies. Because he was like, you know what, you're dumbass. I'm going to just let you have this dick and I'm not going to keep giving you crabs. But you going to learn. <laughs> oh, you going to learn. What movie was that? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Boys in the Hood, when Trey was getting his hair cut and the daddy and Furious asked him if he ever had sex before and asked him if he had used a condom. And then he said that he, she, the girl told him he was on the pill. She was on the pill, and then dad smacked him in the back of the head. Fury smacked him in the back of the neck. That's not going to keep your dick from falling off. What? <laughs> Thank you. And the award. <laughs> I might have had too many cups of coffee today. Anyway, but that was, I mean, you know, it was other little silly stuff that happened in college. But for me, that was probably the most devastating. Like, oh, my God. Was it? No, no. It was a couple of more. It was a couple, like the time the school Campus police released dogs out on the students. Yeah, that happened. 19, well, <clears throat> it was 2007 minus 10 years. But at the end of the day, <laughs> on a college campus, that's a true ass story. They let dogs out on black students in 1997. So, no, I'm never giving money to my college. I don't give a fuck. They can burn that shit to the ground. Okay, I'm not going to say the college. I'm just going to say Ball State University. <laughs> Way too many cups of coffee. Anyway, but it wasn't 97. It was <clears throat> anyway. Um, Look it up. It's probably in the newspaper. You got to go back to microfiche. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> I'm young at heart. Um, So, you know, I really... I don't even know what to think of. I just feel like society as a whole right now. And I, I'm just hoping that there's some justice for these students, not just the two that came forward, but all the students who were affected by this. Cause I can't imagine that it wasn't. And not even just the, the students who were indirectly affected by this and think about the students who knew about it, her stuff was going on and how they then started to treat the students that were victims of what was going on. You know what I mean? Like it's so many layers and levels to this. And it's just like, where is the justice? But guess what? You know what I mean? It goes, it goes to the highest course. It goes all the way up. And you know, um, Judge Kavanaugh is being um, vetted or whatever. And I just feel like he's going to get, they're going to pass him. I don't even know what all the pomp and circumstances for anyway. All of these trash ass candidates that Trump has put forward, they've done the whole little questioning in the hearings, but at the end of the day, they still confirm these assholes. But what's so scary is they're confirming people for a lifetime. Like Kavanaugh seat is that Supreme court seat is lifetime. 
I don't think, I'll say it again, nobody should be able to serve a whole ass lifetime. You do your fucking 10 to 12 years, thank you so much, and good the fuck bye. You can't just serve your whole ass life on the Supreme Court, why? Rules are changing, you know, like our society is, is shifting at all times. So, how do you, I mean, even Ruth Gator Benz, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I'm sorry. <laughs> I call her Ruth Gator. <laughs> Binsburg. <laughs> Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She is 117 years old. Thank God she is still holding on to that seat because otherwise it would be, you know, the only the only block we would really have, the only support we would have is Sotomayor. But I'm speaking specifically women and, you know, people of color and that kind of thing. Um so thank God she's in that seat, but no, you shouldn't be able, you shouldn't be able to just retire into, you know, what, what happens when you start getting dementia? What happens when society moves so far forward, but your old ass is 60 years into this seat? No, bitch. No, go, go write some books. Like I say for real at the most 30 years at the most. And I'm being generous. 30 years, right? But in that, because in that time you have new lawyers coming up, people, lawyers are able to establish themselves. They get to try really big cases. They really get to put, make their mark. We really get a chance to see what other lawyers are doing. But the idea that you can serve just indefinitely in this position when, you know what I mean? So much, so much has changed, but you want to have these, hold on to these same old ass ideas. No, that's not, that's not, that's not even healthy for us as a society. You know what I mean? But thank God, Ruth Bader, Bader again, thank God she's there. Like for real, for real. Because, you know, it would be, you know, there's, there's no other support there. And at the end of the day, you shouldn't be able to confirm. It should be even. It should be three and three, period. Um, however many seat, Supreme Court seats are available, it should always be split down the middle. You know what I mean? Somebody who with, with Republican leanings, somebody with Democratic leanings, period, right? And they should, like, once the seat becomes vacant, whoever, whatever party that person was from, the next person needs to be from that party. Keep it down the line. That person can have leanings in a certain direction, but at the end of the day, it should always come down to these These are the seats that, ava that are available, and these people who are from opposing sides will then try to decide which way they want to lean on this specific topic. But the idea of being able to load the freaking, um, to be able to load the Supreme court with people who feel and think exactly like you think, no, that's not going to work. That's, that's dangerous. And it, it's never been more dangerous than with this administration and that, and their bullshit. So no, um, but anyway, so Kavanaugh is trying to be confirmed and, you know, just speaking and real quick, shout out to the people who have been, um, the protesters who have been at all of these damn hearings, yelling in the back, getting dragged out, interrupting. Yeah. Like, but that's where we are as a society. You know what I'm saying? Like the idea that we're at the point where these people are just doing whatever they want and, we have to 
be in these spaces to yell and scream that no, the world, the rest of the country does not agree with this shit. Like, because the news so much is just people trying to make a statement and say it loudly enough that people believe it. Or, you know, Trump using certain platforms to tell lies and the, that platform regurgitating that lie and selling it to the people who watch that platform, that this is the truth and facts be damned, you know, actual evidence be damned. Who cares? You know what I mean? That's why the whole fake news shit was so dangerous. And people was acting like, ha ha fake news is funny. No, that shit is not funny. That shit is very fucking serious and very fucking dangerous for somebody to say, oh, they, these people over here are telling the truth, but I'm going to say it's fake news and the people that fuck with me going to say it's fake news. And then so basically for everybody over here, it's fake news and we don't give a fuck about the facts. So now it's a whole group of people out here who believe some shit that's not true just because the person that they follow told them, oh, that ain't true. And they just like, oh, it ain't true. But could easily go and do the research could easily go read, read up on it in a, you know, oh, anyway, see, that's why I want to read none of the fucking stories. Now nah, I'm gonna have to leave, get off this podcast, go smoke some weed, take a nap, probably masturbate. So I can just get this tension out of my soul. I don't want to have to live this life. You know what I'm saying? Um, but shout out to the protesters that are there that are making their voices heard. You know, there needs to legit be a GoFundMe so you can just put $5. You know, collectively, if I was able to give $5 toward this fund that would help get these people out of jail, help pay for whatever time they got to take off of work, and you know what I mean? Like, get them some phone call money, anything. <clears throat> but, you know, then whatever organization could create that would be fucking stealing the money. Like, fuck. Trash, man. Humans, the worst. Um, but Kavanaugh is trying to be confirmed and out of um a doc a um cl former classmate of his, a high school classmate, came forward and said that he uh, tried to rape her. And uh, her name is Dr. Christine Blazy Ford. She's um out of she's a California psychology professor now. And, um, she said that, um, he sexually assaulted her when they were in high school in the eighties. Um, and of course a woman comes forward and everybody, not everybody, most, mostly the men and Republican women, of course, cause Republican women have proven time and time again that they are trash. Like straight up to rat. How do we know what we can and this and this? You know what I'm saying? Like just consistently, consistently have been on the side of trash. Um, so now she is, and what I respect about her, she was like, oh, then let's get a, let's, let's have a official Supreme court questioning. Like, I'm not going to let y'all just sweep this under the rug. Like, nope, I, I claimed it. And this is where I was like, oh, sis got all the balls. She called out classmates that was his friends, like called his people out. Like, oh, he was there. He was there. This bitch was there. And, um, um, and so she's called them as witnesses and a lot of them have been like, Oh, I don't remember, which I think is absolutely a lie. Either you remember or you don't like either, either it like you can't just say you don't remember. 
either you remember hearing some rumors about some shit like that or you don't remember. Like, it's certain shit that happened specifically in high school that you remember. Like, I still remember big-ass fights. Like, the big fights that was at the basketball games. The big rumors, you know, when you heard about somebody sucking dick under the bleachers, that shit went around the school. You could be 50 years old and you still remember like, yo, I remember that girl. Like, you just remember. You remember the dude who got caught sucking dick under the bleachers. Like, you just re- It's certain, because that's how high school is. Like, those are the memories that stick with you through your whole ass life. There was a fight in my high school. This girl beat this girl with a lock, right? Right at her locker. The girl came over. But timing, the worst it could possibly be. So what was all that shit? The girl had just got the lock off the locker. Blink, right? Them motherfuckers went off right in the hallway. I will never forget that because there was, I remember the, there was blood in the hallway. I'm not going to forget that. That was some shit that's like emblazoned in my head. I remember the house parties that got shot up. I remember every house party I went to that got shot up. I remember the house party where people died. You're not going to forget that because that's the shit that go around the school and everybody talking about it. Everybody talking about people crying. Like those are, those are the makeup of your life. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to tell me, Oh wait, huh? I don't remember that. No bitch. Either it happened or it didn't happen. You can't say you don't remember. Shit like that is too big of a conversation. Specifically, if you was there, specifically, specifically if you were connected to the people with that that were there, because that's one thing you do when you're in high school. Your ass be talking. Don't don't even get me. Don't even take me back to the three way call where you like call somebody on the phone. I heard you say da 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 da. Then the person be like, you did say that. You be like, oh shit, who on the phone? Like it's just certain shit that happens as a child that you remember. So. Either it happened or it didn't happen. You're not going to say you don't remember. That's not like, do you remember what you wore to school on so-and-so on a random ass Tuesday? No, bitch, I don't remember that. But ask somebody, what did you wear when you won the homecoming queen or when you won best dressed or some shit like that? Yo ass nine times out of 10 gonna remember something about that motherfucking outfit. Somebody is gonna remember that outfit. They're gonna be like, oh, motherfucker had on the MCM, had on the guest jumpsuit, <laughs> had on the Carl Kanai. I'm taking it all the way back. I'm sorry. Cross color shorts. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So that already is suspicious to me. These people talking about they don't remember. No, fuck out of here. You remember, bitch. So either you're going to say it happened or it didn't happen. But you you can't say, oh, I don't remember. Um, but, you know, it's so crazy because the big argument is why didn't she come out? Why didn't she say something? Why, 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 why? Thank God. You know what I'm saying? When you think about somebody and yes, it was back in high school and yes, you know, that was years and years ago. That was the 80s. It's 2018 and blah, 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 blah. But guess what? This man isn't going for manager of motherfucking Target, okay? This man is not going up for um, the goddamn basketball coach of the NBA. He is going up for a Supreme Court seat where he, be, he will be making decisions about what laws are passed, the course of this country, how, you know, how people... People's lives will be shifted by the decisions he makes. So, yes, I want somebody with a clean-ass elementary school record, high school record, college record. I don't want to see shit on there. You know what I'm saying? That's like people who pastor used to sell drugs, and they like, well, he was delivered. But I don't trust this dude. You're going to be my pastor telling me what God said and what, you know, what when Moses came down from the mountain. I need your record clean. I want you to have been pasteurizing. I don't know if that's 
that might be what cheese be doing. <laughs> I want you to have been pasteurizing since you was two and three years old. I want to know that you had the calling from God out the womb. I'm talking about your first Google Gaga was actually a hallelujah, but didn't nobody, couldn't nobody tell. They're like, what? What did he say? <laughs> like, that baby said how to amen. Like, that, I can go to that dude church, but you ain't about to tell me you used to be pimping hoes and, 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 and selling drugs. But now, okay, like that's a cool story, but I need you sitting next to me. I don't need you up on the pulpit. That's just the way I look at church, right? So this man who's going to be presiding over the laws of this country, that's going to be making decisions about how laws are shifted, which ones are cut off. Um, no, sir, I don't need you to possibly be a high school rapist. I don't feel good about that. And then for the people who come in, for the people who are coming to his defense, like, oh, isn't that every kid? No, it's not every kid. Like, it's absolutely not. So, um, and here's the other thing. With everything that has been revealed and everything that's in question with Kavanaugh at this point, why is he still a candidate? Like, at what point do you just say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just, I'm going to go ahead and just jump out of this, right? Y'all go ahead. I'm probably made the wrong decision. Let me go on back. It probably will take me back at my old job. I probably don't really, you know what I mean? But that's, that's also the, the fucking, what's the, what's the word? Like, that's what whiteness does. That's what, that's this whole moment. Everything that's happening is a, is white privilege in its purest form. A black person would never, could never, could never have this much shit swirling around them and still show up to the every day to the confirmation like, hey, y'all, I'm back. Like, you came back, bruh. We, last week, we talked about you fucking doing this, 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 and this. And he like, yeah, I know. You know, like, it's, it's suspected. Like, a black person, a person of color wouldn't even get the opportunity, would not even get the shot. But the idea that Kavanaugh has set his ass there every fucking day, answered them questions halfway, ignored some of the questions blatantly, like I'm not going to answer type shit. Like what the fuck? And it, at this point, isn't it clear that Trump wants him in that position just as a fucking, uh, as a safety net, just in case this Russia shit really unfold on his ass. If I feel like if nothing else, that is probably the clearest thing that we we've seen from this. And yet, it's still like, uh, I don't know. What, do do we need to uncover a dead body? like that? It, and I feel like it still would be like, but guys, did this body die from natural? Maybe the body died from natural causes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yes, it's possible he strangled this person to death, but it's also possible that, <sighs> you know, but then people are like, she should have come forward. This is the point I was actually wanting to make. She should have come forward. And why didn't she come forward? But I just want to read some of the false claims that have been um, posted and um, spread about this woman who has come forward um, to say that Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her when they were in high school. So since then, People have claimed that college student wrote negative reviews about her on her webs on, on a website that ranks teachers, but they were actually, these, um, bad reviews were actually for a whole different professor. Her name is Christine a Ford and she's from California state university. 
So that's one false claim. Another false claim is that Brett Kavanaugh's mother, Martha Kavanaugh, who is a district court judge in Maryland, once ruled against Christine Blazy's Ford's parents in a foreclosure case. So that's also false, right? Um, Because her parents lost their home in 1996 foreclosure case. Uh, Oh, oh, I'm sorry. The truth is that uh, Ralph and her mom and dad were defendants in the 96 foreclosure case, um, but she didn't rule against them and they did not lose their home. So there's also the claim that um, Christine Ford, I'm, I can't say Blazy again. I'm saying, look, as soon as I say, I don't want to say it anymore. I say it right. Blazy. Anyway, uh, Christine Blazy Ford allegedly accused Justice uh, Neil Gorsh of sexual assault last year. That was false. Um, another fake claim is Ford is a major donor to the Democratic Party and left-wing activists. And that is kind of false. But so the fuck what? I mean, this to me is the dumbest shit ever. Like, that's how polarizing our politics is right now. Like, so what if she gave to the Democratic Party? That doesn't mean that she that her claim is fucking false. That in no way con- that in no way is a real connection to her saying this man tried to rape me. Like that those two are not even so okay. You know how much if you <sighs> I'm so fucking tired. It's it's almost like but what's also tiring for me especially being a person of color is that I'm arguing on the side of all this bullshit when Like I said, black people won't even get a chance to be this messy. We don't even get the opportunity to have this much fucking um, conspiracy around us. Barack Obama would not have lasted one day. You understand me? That brother wouldn't have lasted one fucking hour. If one tenth of the shit that Trump is doing, he would have done. If there was any one bit of finding... Get that nigger out of here. Yes, the N-word. Like, straight up, just ruthless, fucking savage. And, I mean, when you really think about it, you lie at the State of the Union was, shut up, nigga. Right? This is the State of the Union. It's the President of the United States of America. And some man yells out, you lie. And nothing happened to that motherfucker. So... You can't tell me that Barack could have had anything in his past and could have gotten to that position. But here we are in 2018, a man who can barely read. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm, I don't have to. I'm, mm, you know what? Let me go smoke this week. Y'all, thank y'all so much for listening to Black Ass Podcast, man. I really appreciate y'all. One one more reminder. Go Check your motherfucking voter registration specifically. If you in any of these fucking red states, any of these states. No, you know what? I'm going to just say this. In every state, in everywhere across this country, please check your voter registration. Make sure you register as what you want to be registered as and make sure they have your address. Make If you need an ID card, get your ID card. If it's an old person in your neighborhood, check on them. See if they got theirs. Tell them that you'll take them to go vote and get them some coffee from McDonald's. Listen, coffee from McDonald's for old people is the equivalent of a Happy Meal for a kid. 
People just love McDonald's. Take this old person, get them an early morning ass coffee. You know, old people love to get up at early in the morning, honey. Tell them you're going to take them to McDonald's, get them a coffee and a sausage biscuit. Don't put no cheese on there. They don't want that shit. They want a sausage biscuit. They probably going to open it up, separate it. That's just shit old people do. I've seen it. It's real. Get them a coffee. Take their ass to vote. Drop their ass off at home. You know what I'm saying? Like that, do that, do your part to move us forward. November is right around the corner. That's the podcast, y'all. Thank y'all so much. Another shout out to Deja Moeen. <laughs> Newest member to the Black Ass uh, Village. If you want to join her and help support this podcast, man, log on to patreon.com slash podcast. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash podcast. Of course, whatever is in your heart to give, do, do what you like. Eh, eh. I see guys and girls. Eh, eh, eh. Okay, I'm going to work on some breaks and some music breaks for this podcast. It is what it is, Rod. Don't get mad, but I'm about to come with some. <laughs> Man, make sure you follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Of course, follow me, hrcomedy.com. Thank y'all so much for listening, and I'm out. Peace.